Gridbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tour's Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We continue our discussion on Familiaris Consortio, on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II. And we'll also share some healing scripture passages once again. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pick up on the section entitled, The Situation of the Family in the World Today. Article 6, Paragraph 2. As a review from our last program, St. Pope John Paul II identified numerous signs of a disturbing degradation of some fundamental values. Included were the growing number of divorces, the scourge of abortion, the ever more frequent recourse to sterilization, the appearance of a truly contraceptive mentality. While moving to the next paragraph, he identifies the root of these problems. He says, at the root of these negative phenomena, there frequently lies a corruption of the idea and the experience of freedom, conceived not as a capacity for realizing the truth of God's plan for marriage and the family, but as an autonomous power of self-affirmation, often against others, for one's own selfish well being, end of quote. 
Does he ever nail it here? Yes, our loving God has gifted us with the amazing power of free will. And he will not revoke this gift, even at the risk that we will misuse it terribly. Because as we've discussed before, we would otherwise not be capable of loving, of choosing to love. Because love is, in fact, a choice. So yes, at the root of these problems, these problems like divorce and the scourge of abortion and sterilization and a contraceptive mentality, these problems that bring so much pain, lies a corruption of the idea and the experience of freedom. You see, true freedom means choosing to do what we ought. And that's what's going to make us and others around us happy. That's going to lead to a fulfilling life, to a fruitful life. Yes, true freedom, in this sense, is the capacity of realizing the truth of God's plan for marriage and the family. God's plan. It's a perfect plan. It's a good plan. But instead, so many of us want to exercise this autonomous, this false autonomous power of self-affirmation where we put ourselves first, our own little plans first. Yes, at the expense of others. Others suffer from this because of our essentially making gods of ourselves for our own selfish well-being. This is no way to live. The consequences are disastrous. We see it all around us, do we not? Quote, worthy of our attention also is the fact that in the countries of the so-called third world, families often lack both the means necessary for survival, such as food, work, housing, and medicine, and the most elementary freedoms. In the richer countries, on the contrary, excessive prosperity and the consumer mentality paradoxically join to a certain anguish and uncertainty about the future deprive married couples of the generosity and courage needed for raising up new human life. Thus, life is often perceived not as a blessing, but as a danger from which to defend oneself. End of quote. Yes, it is a travesty that needs our attention. The third world where families often lack so many things, the means necessary even for survival that we take so for granted in the Western world, such as food, work, housing, medicine, and the most elementary freedoms. Our brothers and sisters poor in the things of this world really do lack freedom. Oh yes, the poor lack freedom. Even in this country of the United States of America where I live, the poor lack many freedoms. I'll give you a small example if you don't believe me. Think of a scenario where a hungry, poorly dressed, homeless person walks into a luxury hotel, let's say in downtown Chicago, perhaps just to use the bathroom. Well, that person will very likely quickly be escorted out the door by security. While you or I, well-fed, well-dressed, will have no problem gaining access. What is the answer to that? I'm not quite sure, but I'll tell you one thing. We better be doing something within our power to help the poor and the sick because we will be judged on that. But let's talk about a much more serious form of poverty. Let's talk about richer countries like my own, where we can suffer from excessive prosperity and the consumer 
mentality. We have to have everything. We need the most recent, not so smartphone because it has a couple of extra bells and whistles. And we need to get it before someone else does. Yes, we have so much stuff. We have so many things. We can so easily become slaves to materialism. And despite all this prosperity that many of us, not all of us, but many of us are blessed with, there is a prevalent anguish and uncertainty about the future. Why do we not trust in our loving God? Why do we not put first things first? We are living in a fear-driven culture. And this fear, as opposed to trust in our all-powerful and loving God, often deprives married couples of the generosity and courage they need to raise up new human life. We need to trust God. Our life will be so much easier and happier and more full of blessings and fruit that way. Where does this anguish, this lack of generosity and courage get us? It only leads to misery, at least in the end. And how is it? How is it that life is often perceived as not a blessing? How is that? How is it that new life is perceived as a danger? from which to defend oneself. That is crazy. It is crazy and it is demonic. And it is a proof of demonic influence because it's insane. Why would any reasonable person look at new life as anything but a blessing and a danger, a danger to oneself that has to be defended against? As I've said so many times, The womb of a mother should be the safest place in the universe, but it is, in fact, statistically, the very most dangerous place one can be in the Western world. God, help us. And he will. He will help us. He's helping us right here through this gift of familiaris consortio. I run into so many people who say about their family, I'm done. I'm done. They have one or two children. They say, I'm done. Done with what? Done with being open to the blessings that God, your father, may want to shower upon you in the form of new children in your marriage, in your life, in your family. How many people worry, worry about things they cannot control outside of their control? Like, how will I afford to send another child to college if I have another child 20 years down the road? Lord have mercy, where is our faith and trust in God? Okay, I know, I know. We have to dig deep and find generosity and courage to be open to life. I understand that. But God is there to help us. He's there to help you. He's not going to leave you. He will not abandon you. He's got your back. You are the apple of his eye. Yes, you are. And I want to assure you of something. I want to assure you that when the time comes that your life is winding down and you're preparing to depart this world, you will not find consolation in things. No matter how much money you have, how many things you have, how many houses, how big, what cars, what business success, what great physical condition you had been in, you will not find consolation in these things. No, you will not. The only thing that will matter at that time is love. Yes, your love for God, your experience of God, 
your love experienced and poured out for others and their love for you. And, yes, the fruit of your love in your children. Yes, you will find great consolation in your children who surround you. In each of those masterpieces, those children of God created in his image and likeness, each of your unrepeatable children with an irreplaceable mission in time, and each of these children who will spend, God willing, all eternity with you in the presence of our Lord Jesus, perfectly happy. That's what will bring you great consolation at the end of your life. Yes, so much more so than the things that you allowed to enslave you in fear. Let's permit Jesus to set us free. And I know, yes, there can be serious and just reasons to postpone being open to another child for a period of time through natural means. But we can never definitively say that we're done, period. Circumstances have to be reevaluated each month. And next month, things may appear very different to you. And sometimes we've grown and we've changed and we realize that what we thought was a very serious and just reason to postpone being open to the gift of another child was really nothing to be so concerned about. Well, know this, that God, your heavenly father loves you and he's with you. He's there to help you. Well, we'll be right back to talk more about Familiaris Consortio. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We have more to share with you. Don't go away. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find a 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We continue our discussion of Familiaris Consortio. We pick up on Article 6, Paragraph 5. The historical situation in which the family lives, therefore, appears as an interplay of light and darkness. This shows that history is not simply a fixed progression towards what is better, but rather an event of freedom and even a struggle between freedoms that are in mutual conflict. That is, according to the well-known expression of St. Augustine, a conflict between two loves, the love of God to the point of disregarding self and the love of self to the point of disregarding God. End of quote. This is profound. Yes, some think that history is simply a fixed progression towards what is better, but that is not true. History, rather, is an event of freedom, and it is a struggle between freedoms that are in mutual conflict. Yes, St. Augustine, the great philosopher and theologian, astutely counsels us that there is a conflict between the love of God to the point of disregarding self and the love of self to the point of disregarding God. But I will tell you that if we put God first in our lives, we will be immensely happier. Put God first and you will be so much happier in your life. Yes, it calls for disregarding oneself. We disregard our little self and the great God fills us with himself. But if we choose to disregard God through a false love of self, we will not be happy. We will not be happy. We will end up miserable every time. Thanks be to God, because God uses our misery to draw us back to himself. Quote, it follows that only an education for love rooted in faith can lead to the capacity of interpreting the signs of the times which are the historical expression of this twofold love. Yes, we need this education for love rooted in faith. This is what gives us the capacity to interpret the signs of the times. And this reflection upon familiaris consortio will help us tremendously. This is a gift from Jesus himself to you. Yes, it is. Next section, the influence of circumstances on the consciences of the faithful. Article 7. Living in such a world under the pressures coming above all from the mass media, the faithful do not always remain immune from the obscuring of certain fundamental values, nor set themselves up as the critical conscience of family culture and as active agents in the building of an authentic family humanism. End of quote. Yes, I'm afraid that all of us, at least to a degree, have been influenced negatively by the mass media. 
we are counseled here that the faithful themselves do not always remain immune from the obscuring of certain fundamental values that we're called to live by, especially with regard to family, marriage, openness to life, fatherhood, motherhood, all these beautiful things. Again, we're doing something about it here. We're doing something by studying and reflecting upon familiars consortio. But we also need grace, grace to empower and perfect our intellects so that we can have a well-ordered and critical conscience of family culture so we can act as active agents in the building of an authentic family humanism. We most especially find this grace in the Holy Eucharist, in Holy Communion, in Jesus, truly present body, blood, soul, and divinity, the source and summit of Christian life, and in all the sacraments, and in our deep, consistent prayer life. Quote, among the more troubling signs of this phenomenon, the Synod Fathers stressed the following, in particular, the spread of divorce and of recourse to a new union, even on the part of the faithful. The acceptance of purely civil marriage in contradiction to the vocation of the baptized to be married in the Lord, the celebration of the marriage sacrament without living faith, but for other motives, the rejection of the moral norms that guide and promote the human and Christian exercise of sexuality in marriage. End of quote. So here the church, through St. Pope John Paul II, identifies troubling signs. Yes, the spread of divorce and recourse to a new union, so prevalent today even on the part of the faithful and the acceptance of purely civil marriage in contradiction to the vocation of those who are baptized to be married in the Lord. And unfortunately, sometimes celebration of the marriage sacrament, and it is a sacrament without living faith, but for other motives. And by the way, that sacrament, the sacrament of marriage is powerful and it can always be called upon for help, for assistance, for grace to deal with, and yes, even thrive in our marriage. Yes, even through adversity, even through various troubles that are the stuff of life. Yes, our Lord God cares about your marriage. Your marriage is precious to him, and he is there to help you. He will never abandon you. God, loving Father, we consecrate our marriages to you, to you, and we know that you are always there for us, pouring out sacramental graces upon us to help us. And yes, there are moral norms that guide and promote the human and Christian exercise of sexuality in marriage. Sexuality is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful gift. It is unitive within marriage. It is procreative, life-giving in marriage. What a beautiful thing it is, but there are moral norms that guide it. Why? For our good, for our happiness. Not as some sort of a strange imposition. No, God never works that way. Everything he does, everything he gives us is out of love for us, out of love for you. It is because our sexuality it's such a beautiful and powerful gift from God because it is so precious, because it is potentially life-giving, 
that it is treated with the awe that it deserves. So there are moral norms to guide our use of our sexuality. Yes, for our own happiness, for our own good, for the good of our family, for the good of our spouse, for the good of our spouse-to-be if we're not yet married. Yes, chastity within our state of life is such a beautiful gift to ourself, to God, and to our spouse or our spouse-to-be or our religious vocation. We'll be right back with more of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Don't go away. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candles, candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. On our next program, we'll continue our discussion of Familiaris Consortio, but for now, I'd like to switch gears to a healing scripture passage. How can I not share at least a little scripture with you in each program, this love letter from God to you? Psalm 71, 14 to 15. I promise that ever hopeful I will praise you more and more. My lips shall proclaim your righteousness and power to save all day long. 
Yes, I invite you to join me in this promise. Join me in this promise that we will remain ever hopeful, ever hopeful in God, our Father who deserves all of our trust, all of our hope. And yes, let's praise him more and more. Let's praise the Holy Trinity more and more. Yes, my lips shall proclaim your righteousness, God, your righteousness, God, my Father, who loves me so tremendously much. And yes, God, your Father has all the power. He has all the power to do what? What does he do with this power? He exercises his supreme power to save, to save, and to save who? To save you. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus, our Lord, to suffer, to hang, to bleed, to die on the cross for you. That's how much he loves you. And he exercises power to save you. When? Sometimes? No, all the time, all day long. That's what he assures us through scripture, through the prophet Isaiah. He saves you all day long. Yes, God, our loving, merciful, heavenly Father, deserves our praise. And the greatest way we can praise him, the greatest way we can worship him, is by participating in the Holy Mass, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. And we can offer our own selves, our own adversities, our crosses on the paten with the hosts in the chalice, with the wine and the water united to the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus for our own salvation and the salvation of others and to give the ultimate glory to the Father. Yes, to our Father, to your Father, and you are his beloved child. And yes, you are so good at heart. Why? Because God, your Father, made you that way. You are his masterpiece. All will be well. Count on it. We have Jesus, so we have everything. Everything. And yes, let us trust in our God, our Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, especially when it comes to our family life, to our marriage, our children, our openness to life, our parenting. Let's not only trust in Him, but let's rely on Him. He's there. He will never let us down. He especially will never let you and your marriage down, you and your children down. Join us next time. Contact us at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.